Welcome to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today, we are talking about ego and a changed heart. And that's what we're going to be exploring, the bindings of the ego and what happens when we humble ourselves. So this episode has come about because of a lot of things in my young life. Being 20 years old, um, with what I have experienced, struggled with, learned and read, um, and now trying to bring it all together and share what I got. Like I said, I'm 20. I'm so young. I'm nobody. You know, I think I deserve things like the world and all it has should be given to me, you know, and just offered to me on a silver platter. I'm trying to make a way for myself in this world, trying to make a splash, you know, trying to do something. But again, I am no nobody. However, it's so easy to be blinded and then blindsided by your ego that tells you, you know, you deserve better. You know, you're too good for this job or this place. You earned this or that. You deserve this or that. The world should be handed to you on a silver platter. It says, don't these people know who I am. It demands respect, but has earned or done nothing to earn respect. You know, especially when we are young, we become all egotistical and emotional, thinking we we deserve things, and that anyone who is above us or tells us otherwise is a tyrant suppressing us, holding us back from being the shining star that we think we are. It's a delusion. It's blinding. And when you're able to kind of step back, it's comical because it really is a joke. Like, who the hell are you, buddy, to be thinking any of these things, to be deserve anything, really? And this is something that's taken me quite some time to become aware of. Um, and I'm certain it is also only the beginning of this journey of the ego and letting go of it and working with it, working in creative tension with it, I should say. And I just want to share a few things that I've personally struggled with and what I've learned as well, because, you know, if you're struggling with something, there's no doubt that someone else in the past has struggled with it, someone in the present is struggling with it, and someone in the future will be struggling with it. So right now I'm living at home, the place where I grew up, my hometown at 20 years old, working the same job I had in high school, you know, but I'm supposed to be out there though, right? I'm supposed to be out there making a name for myself or going to college, trying to make a splash in the world. But then you feel like you're stuck here, being held down by this place and those around you and above you. But it's all a lie. You know, what we're always after is a change of structure, a new job that will fix everything, new friends, that might work, you know, a new city. That's what I need. That's where I find, I'll find myself. We want everything around us to change. Then we'll be happy. You know, that's what we deserve. However, we never take the time to look within and think, what if it isn't about where I am and what I'm doing, but how I'm looking at it all, how I'm going about it? What if it's about a change of heart, a change of attitude, not a change of the external, but a change of the internal? which I love to say paradoxically changes the external. It's an internal transformation. And this is a beautiful lesson I'm slowly but surely trying to learn, right? It's, it's so cool 
when you do begin to change yourself inwardly. Because the ego is that small self within you that has small man syndrome. It's like a small dog that has a loud bark because it has to compensate for something. So the ego puffs you all up, makes you think you're bigger than you are, but it only misleads you because, again, it's a lie. And in Matthew 23, 12, it says, He who exalts himself will be humbled, but he who humbles himself will be exalted. So what we need is not a change of structure, a change of what's around us, but a change of our attitude. You know, because where I am, the job I'm working here in small town Iowa, if you begin to think about things, that job, the life you're living, is no different than a life or a job in like the greatest city you could ever think of or the, the, some place out there that you're imagining where you should be. Sure, the external does change. The structure around you change, the geography, the external is changing, the people you're around. But it's like you make that change, you'll ride that high and that wave of happiness for a few weeks or months, but eventually that wears off. Eventually that place that you imagined as being this magical place that's going to be the thing that saves you, this new job that's going to be the thing that saves you, becomes the new norm. And then you're searching for something else. You just go right back to searching. You're never satisfied with where you're at. And eventually you see that you still think you're above whatever job you're working or that your life is somewhere out there. You know, your ego comes right back in and the same problems manifest themselves just in a different place. So what does a change of heart really look like? Well, I'm sure it's different for everyone else, but for me, it has truly been humbling myself and asking the Lord to help me see differently, help me see as he does, to open my eyes. I like to think of the truth as something that takes you to the bottom because it's so humbling, because it smacks you in the face and it cuts you up a little bit. It's a sharp sword, but it also helps you see from the mountaintop because the truth is what frees you. It helps you put all things into perspective. It's this weird, it's like the opposite ends of something coming together. But what I've realized in part two, and this is just taking time, you know, you do jobs at work um, where you feel like you're, or you do things that you feel like, man, I'm so above this, I should be somewhere else, but you really are above nothing. And obviously this is much easier said than done. But you're not above anything. And you also have to realize that where you are, despite thinking that maybe you should be somewhere else out there, is exactly where you need to be. You slowly work to begin to take pride in the small beginnings of your life because we are so young. Things are just getting started. And it doesn't matter even if you are young. Life is always starting new. There's just You can always make a change or always see things as starting over, starting new again, because that's the cycle of life, life, death, and resurrection, rebirth. Things are always being born again. You can always be born again. Zechariah 4.10 says, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Right? Everyone has to start somewhere. Think of the redwood tree. You know what that redwood tree once was? The giant redwood tree? A single seed. Just look at where you've started and how far you've already come on your journey. And also something that helps me is realizing that nothing lasts forever. Yes, this is where you are. This is the job you're working with, the people you're around. But this is where you are right now. That doesn't mean your life. It just means right now. 
When I work to let down, let go of my ego and open my heart, I also begin to learn through everything. You know, doing a job that I thought I was above teaches me. You know, when you're doing the dishes and you think you're too good for the dishes, and you have to see too, like, it's not like you're gaining attention or status or it seems like it's something that is arbitrary towards the ultimate purpose or goals of your life, say the dreams you have, whatever it might be, doing the dishes. But it's teaching you something. It's teaching you discipline to do the work when no one's watching, to be persistent, to give everything your best effort. It's strengthening and developing your, your character. It's not fruitless at all. It's only fruitless if you fail to abstract something deeper from it. You have to find the deeper purpose, the deeper thing behind it that it's teaching you. And then through that, we see that all things are teaching us because how you do one thing is how you do everything. And so that's something we can also see is that life is always this opportunity to strengthen your character and to work on things, to learn through whatever you're doing. It's learning to take pride in taking the trash out I mean, because it is work we're never above, you know? It's like being, you have to find this balance between knowing your worth, knowing you are a king in a sense, not in a prideful, arrogant sense, but you're a king in a sense. And in the same way, you are somewhat a, you're the slave too. You're not above taking the trash out. You're the CEO who owns the company, but also has no problem going, taking the trash out and getting dirty with things. That's you. That's what you have to embrace in your life. <clears throat> and something else too ties in with this, not just work, but like the podcast. I don't get many listeners to the podcast and that can be a hard pill to swallow. You know, I take the time to do this and you know, you want, you think you deserve all the attention. You think, oh, why is it just not here right away, right? But for me, it's required a change of heart. So this inner transformation, a change of attitude and how I look at it, you know, you have to think about what if only five to 10 people are listening? That's five to 10 people sitting in a room listening to me speak for 15 minutes. And this is also a chance to work on sharing ideas, learning to articulate and working on my craft. You know, it's only fruitless if you fail to learn and grow from it, if you fail to find the good in it. And no thing is ever fruitless if we do find the good in it. And same with like where I'm at in my life, being in a small town, it just offers me a chance to get to know people at a deeper level, encourage and build them up to work on these things in my life, you know. And also, I was thinking about this last night, I guess I want to tie it right in, is what we see as a curse, God intended to be a blessing, right? I see being, you see being in a small town or the job you're working as this curse over top of you, but it's actually a blessing meant for you. Hey, maybe because I'm in this small town, I can just focus on my work, focus on what I need to do. I can use this job to help strengthen me in my discipline and developing my character because that is something that I'm going to need when I'm working towards my dreams and my goals, you know? And when we let go of the ego and let go of ourselves and see that, you know, you are nobody, but you are also everything at the same time, you know, you humble yourself. That's when you can truly begin to do some real work and also paying attention to the obstacle that you face externally 
is only an internal reflection of something in you. Something in you is creating this external obstacle. And through awareness, instead of pointing the finger, we can begin to look within and have a transformation of the heart. And that's what it's all about. It's the development of your soul, your character. That's the adventure of the lifetime. Romans 12, 2. Let God transform you inwardly by a complete change of your mind or your heart. Then you will be able to know the will of God, what is good and pleasing to him. That is the transformation we are going through, right? And if I'm struggling, you know, I'm worried what, what people think about me. That's an external obstacle I'm running into, but it's actually a reflection of an inner problem. You know, where am I not at peace with myself? Where am I not loving myself within? Where am I not confident in who I am, my abilities? And so using these external obstacles as internal opportunities to help us grow. And if you change your attitude towards any given situation, nothing externally can have a power over you. We have the freedom to choose how we see things. And part of this too is, you know, maybe you think you are above where you're at, but if you have a little, just say you have a little right now in your life, and you begin to take responsibility for a little, and you can be trusted with a little, then you can be trusted with more. But if you can't even be trusted with a little because you think you're above it, you're too good for what you even have, then you'll never be given more, which is funny because it will go to show that what you thought you were too good for you weren't even worthy of in the first place. I think lastly as well, it's being patient, enjoying the journey, realizing that things take time. You know, Get yourself straightened out. Aim at the highest aim. Aim at the truth. Then focus on the day, the moment before you let everything else take care of itself. I think this is just so powerful. If you're in a place where you think you shouldn't be you, you or you think you're too good for, you're struggling to find the good in it. It's not a change of what happened or where you're at. Sure, that can, all, that can help, and that comes in due time, but it starts with a change of your heart, dropping the ego, humbling ourselves, and when we humble ourselves, we will be exalted, and everything around you will begin to change. And it's not easy. It takes effort. It takes constant discipline and humility, but this is a very applicable tool, changing our hearts and working to see things in a new light. It takes time, but it's a worthwhile journey. And as a consequence, you just begin, your eyes open to the riches and the opportunities around you. And there's no limit to how far or where you could take this, what you could do with this. So thank you guys for listening. Work on opening that heart, changing your heart if you're struggling with something. Take it upon yourself. Continue to shoulder responsibility. If you can be trusted with a little, you will slowly but surely be trusted with more. There's no limit to that. Thank you for listening. See you next time.